to Architecting. I'm your host, Angela Mazzi. You made it. This is the landing pad for raw honesty about connecting your career with your purpose. I'm going to give you the tools you need to be an unapologetic advocate for yourself and others, because if you're here, you believe that the space we surround ourselves in matters and you're committed to project by project building a better world for all of us. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Hey, Bright Lights, it's Angela, and I am so happy you are with me here today. And I'm sure, like so many of us, you are watching the tragedy in Ukraine unfold. I kind of feel addicted to it. I'm always looking for updates and how is it going and are they going to win and are they going to stand up to the bully and watching the world react to it. And what really surfaced for me is the way that we operate in the world. You can choose to be the politician, right? Who parses everything who looks at every scenario and how it could possibly play out, who seeks to minimize risk. And certainly we see world leaders doing that, world organizations doing that. Or you could be the freedom fighter, the person that looks the bully in the eye and says, enough. And I think that's why. What we're seeing is a new world order where our leaders do nothing because they're too afraid of what consequence could get set in motion. But in the meantime, average people are renting Airbnbs in Ukraine as a way to send money directly to individuals. Businesses are choosing to make decisions that support their beliefs on the cause. McDonald's closed all of its restaurants in Russia. Elon Musk donated technology for satellite phones so that cell towers can't get knocked down and knock out communication. So what we're seeing is people, individuals, are choosing to take action, even when our leaders are too busy playing out scenarios. And it made me realize that how you do anything is how you do everything. And how many times in everyday life do you play that role of the politician? afraid to really stand out, afraid to take a bold stance, afraid to get on someone's bad side. So you play the game. You placate. You negotiate. You maneuver. That is such a racket that we're running. And the world would be a better place if we all could just get to that clean transaction where we say, I like this, so I'm going to do more of it. And I don't like that, so I'm not going to do it anymore. And it isn't about 
making other people right or wrong. It's about taking a stand for yourself. Because in the end, all truths are true. If someone believes something, it's going to govern their actions, whether anyone else agrees with them or not. So you could say they're operating from a version of the truth. And no matter how much you think you are woke and aware, I can guarantee you, you've got layer upon layer of filters through which you understand the world and therefore define what is true. But what I'm talking about in this role of freedom fighter is really about living in integrity. Integrity means wholeness. It means you don't compartmentalize your life and live parts of it in alignment and parts of it in survival mode. You don't live parts of it in fun and parts of it in fear. Because if you think you're doing that, you're only fooling yourself. You're only numbing out to the realities you don't want to look at. You're distracting yourself so that you don't have to really look at yourself and ask the fundamental question, am I happy? So today, I want to challenge you to tune in, take action, and stop playing out the scenarios. Stop being the politician. Be direct, be honest, be a doer. Because the thing is, even if something doesn't work out, you get to change course. And the things you think you want today, in five years, may not even be relevant to you. So we live in this world where we've created all of these rules about how we think we are supposed to be. When it's so simple, all we have to do is choose to do what we love. Now, you might say, what in the hell does it have to do with my career as a creative professional? And you might say, I can't tell my client that I want more money or that I'm not going to meet their deadline. You don't understand. I have to keep my staff happy. I have to walk the line with certain consultants to get them to exclusively work with me when we respond to this RFP. I have to negotiate ad services. You don't understand. And I'll go back to all truths are true. These things are what we choose to make them. When you stop believing in lack, when you stop believing that you have to work really hard for any gain, and you start relaxing and enjoying life more, being a three-dimensional person, not a one-dimensional person who's just worn down, who's just in a rut doing the same habit-based actions every day, and you start consciously choosing self-care 
happiness, when you follow your interests, when you're honest about what you're available to do and not available to do, a funny thing starts to happen. You become more creative, more insightful, more patient, more magnetic to other people because they see this center point in you, this calmness and stillness, yet still passion and joy. And they want to be around you and they want to work with you. And you become a mirror for them. So this is a actual sociological, psychological trait is that when you are in a room with a bunch of people who are angry or frustrated or negative, you will start to mirror their emotions. So when you go into a room and you consciously choose to be uplifting, happiness, passion, that is more powerful than any negative energy. And other people will start to mirror you. Imagine what would happen in that same old weekly team meeting that everyone dreads and multitasks on the Zoom call if instead you shook things up and you created a different agenda and you walked in energized and excited about what was possible on the project. Imagine how that would shift every single person in that room. Imagine how it would just turn them on like a light switch does. Then other people would mirror them and you would just keep upping the ante on being in joy, being relaxed, which would lead to more cooperation more willingness to understand, less need to prove yourself, less defensiveness, more input, more of a psychological safety in the space. And imagine how that would lead to a much higher quality of engagement, how ideas would begin to build on one another, And everyone would leave excited and inspired. And then they would take that back into their day and produce better work. Because it's exhausting to be negative. It's exhausting to be in fear and be the politician fixated on what you could lose instead of what you're lucky to have. And that is why... I am talking about being a freedom fighter, and it is 100% relevant to your creative career because you're fighting for your own liberation, your own creativity to be unshackled, let loose on the world, and just imagine What would be possible if that could happen? Way too often, I hear people complaining because they know what they don't want. And it's really, really easy to recognize when you're in a situation you don't want to be in. But the 
problem isn't the situation. It's their lack of clarity because they don't know what they do want. If you give a truly creative and inspired person who understands their purpose and their mission in this world, you can give them the most boring, mundane task and they will create a masterpiece. They will write articles and deliver conference presentations on a bus stop, on a two-room renovation, because they see the possible, because they're bringing their unique skill set and perspective to that work. They're saying, what can I do? How can I have impact? On the other hand, I could give the most exciting greenfield project to someone who doesn't have passion and clarity. And nothing exciting will happen. They will find a way to turn it into a negative experience. They will be the martyr who has to make all the sacrifices and never get what they want, who has to work so many hours and is burned out, who doesn't get along and creates strife in their team, argues with the client, who's crabby and cantankerous, and all the potential of this project that they claimed they wanted will evaporate away. So the next time you find yourself feeling a little numbed out, feeling like you have to be the politician to get even a little of what you want out of a situation, every time you feel you don't have a choice, know that you do. Know that you are one action away from choosing to be the freedom fighter. So get that clarity, whatever you have to do. If it's working with a coach, if it's taking a class, if it's just getting up every day and dancing for 10 minutes, get in touch with your joy. Be willing to do the little things every day that give you more freedom. Don't make your happiness conditional on other people's actions. That's what politicians do. And so the results are always in the future. They never happen. They're never today. And even when something does happen, it's always criticized. It's never celebrated. And there's always something bigger or better or different that was possible that they're going to go after tomorrow or next year. It's a long process, you know. But I'm calling bullshit on that because the life you want starts right now. And it doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter whether you took that opportunity 10 years ago or not. It's the actions you take today, the attitude you choose to have in this moment. 
in the way that you live in freedom for yourself today, not contingent on anyone else's actions, that will be the game changer. So I hope that inspires you to reframe a little bit how you look at your life. I mean, we tend to be so reflexive and habitual that we just kind of look around sometimes and say, how did I get here? I would love to hear when you try this, when you really truly unhook yourself from that politician energy where success is always in the future, where it's always hard work, where there's always fear, where there's always an enemy, where there's always a negotiation, and you pivot to being free and clear and choosing things that make you happy. How much that does for the same life you're living, how it all of a sudden seems so much more filled with potential, how so many more opportunities seem to come your way, how everything always works out for you. Please share your stories. I always love hearing how the topics that I'm bringing up and exploring with you are making a difference in your life. I'd also love to know more about what you need. What can I cover? Questions from listeners are always welcome. We do segments from time to time where I answer specific questions, but I also cover topics based on the feedback that I get. I had a really, really lovely chance to spend time with a past client and listener to the podcast just the other day, and it was so wonderful to hear about the changes she's made in her life, about the things she's interested in. So please share your stories. It means so much, and if you know someone who could benefit from any of the kinds of material that I share, forward this podcast link to them. Be so, so generous with your time, your knowledge, your connections, and let's all help one another to build a better world together. Take care, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening. You made it all the way to the end of the episode, which means you are committed to making yourself a priority so you can be empowered to do the work you were called to do in the world. How amazing is that? If you would like even more content just like this, please remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate it if you left an honest review too. Hey, I want you to know I'm here for you beyond the boundaries of this podcast. You can follow me on social media at Architecting Podcast or visit architectingpodcast.com to download some great free resources. Take care, everyone, and stay inspired. Mm-hmm.